Oh my god. <laughs> um, hi everybody. My intro music makes me laugh. But welcome to the second ever episode of Offline Time, a podcast with me, Lee Tillman, your host. Um, and this is also a newsletter on Substack. So if you're just coming to this podcast for the first time and you want to read more of this kind of content, you can go to leetillman.substack.com or just Google Substack Offline Time. And uh, yeah, I talk about all sorts of things around influencing and um, living a life more offline. So let's get going. Today we're going to explore a topic that I've been wanting to talk about and or write about for a really long time. I started kind of exploring this myself last year um, and it's why women excel at influencing. Like we already know that they dominate the industry. Let's just get through the stats really quick. 53% of all social media users across the world are women. 77% of influencers are women. Only 23% are men. The most female-dominated platform amongst influencers is Instagram, with 78% of influencers who are making money through that platform are women. More women than men follow influencers, and women are more likely to buy something that they see an influencer promote than a man is. So we already know that women dominate this industry, and... um, Women are also making more money on on social media than men are. There's a there's a pay gap, and um, I support that. <laughs> you know. Anyway, so why? You know why? So these are kind of the things that I came up with. And as someone who, if you've like never listened to this podcast before or have no idea who I am, I was an influencer in my twenties, and I was a full time influencer for five years. And I was doing it in total for like seven or eight. So um, I, I kind of can look back and be like, okay, wait, why? why? What about like femininity and kind of the female role, at least in the U.S., fits the influencer? And this is what I came up with. So first of all, we're going to look at people pleasing. Okay, when you're an influencer, you have to please a lot of people. And it might seem like the influencer is just pleasing themselves, but they're not. They're pleasing 50K, 100,000, 200,000 people, um, sometimes more. And you always want to please your audience. And that's how you make money. And, and it's, it's fun, too, if you're into it. So it's like a joy. But it is, at the end of the day, I believe, people-pleasing. I remember, like, if I posted something or... You know, I remember one time like posting something with my, it was a selfie in a car and I was parked and I had my foot up, um, you know, my, my left knee up, um, cause that's just how I was posing. And somebody wrote something like, you know, you shouldn't do that. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't pose like that and promote that. It's a really dangerous position. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, let me live. And I, re- I, re- I replied something like quippy and like all these people were like, why are you, you know, Uh, anyway just like why are you reacting Lee like you should just be like just just accept that you did it's like you know you can't go you can't step out of the lines you know you always kind of have to like if you're going to be successful please others um in general there are certainly women who are who are not doing that and who are kind of like going against the grain and like good for them because it can be really hard to do that really really hard to do that 
I certainly was not, you know, I mostly was like staying within what people expected from me and like playing this role. I mean, I guess even like, even if your brand is like going against the grain, then that becomes your brand. And then you can't really like, you can't, you just like, once you've set in stone, like what your brand is, you can't move away from that because that's just what your audience expects of you. So in a way, everyone's a little bit stuck. Yeah. People pleasing, serving others. Think about how like as women, if you're like in a female body and you grow up, like you're from a very young age taught to read the room, survey others and serve others and and make sure that everybody else is comfortable, not take up too much space. Like I watch women walk down the street in New York and they're so aware of their surroundings that they bump into someone and, you know, men back up into people all the time and they're just like not even aware of it. It's like, wow, like imagine being raised, like not being worried about how much space you're taking up, you know, on the sidewalk. Um, it's, it's baffling. Um, and you know, as I was, I can remember from like a young age, you know, always trying to like, you know, just being aware of my body and how I was moving through the world. And I think that like, when you have a platform and a community, you're very, very much aware of how you're moving through the world and how your brand is being perceived and your role in it. The next is community building. Like, we as women are amazing at community building. I mean, listen to this statistic. 60% of registered volunteers are female and only 40% of them are male. So um, that's just like for organizational volunteering, but like that is a form of community. And just looking around, I see my, my female friends, you know, they're in um, knitting groups, they're in um, ceramics, like men find it in different ways maybe through sports or other things but I do think that like women in general are better at seeking out community like we already know that like men um in 2022 were reporting fewer friends than ever this was on Vox and you can just google like men having fewer friends like it's harming their health there's kind of like a male friendship crisis the friendship recession is really targeting and hitting men more than ever you know that's its own podcast and I think that's more of kind of like the masculinity issue in the U.S. that's like it's only it's not serving them and men are just being hit hard and um i see it with like my own family my parents like my mom has like this robust group of friends and my dad has a a smaller group and my mom manages the social calendar and my dad kind of like you know handle like you know just kind of goes with it and it works for them and it's great but i definitely see that with my parents um And my mom will be like, when was the last time you like called your friend? And, you know, like my mom has to kind of like push it and manage it. And um, so I see that being played out in my own family. Um, So community building is a huge thing. And so when you're when you're online as an influencer, you're building that community. And so let's kind of focus in on community, right? Like what is a community? So you got to be you got to kind of manage it and be constantly plugged in. You've got to nurture it. And you've got to care for others. And this is also tied into people-pleasing. But when you have a community, you have to kind of water it. It can't just always grow on its own. So you're kind of in charge of it. So think about women. We're, we're nurturing from the get-go. Like, we are, we are the mother. We are, I don't know, I see that side of myself coming out. Um, like, just this, this side of, like, like, when I see babies and pets, you know? Like, I want to take care of them. And 
I feel like in some ways, like social media and your community online can be your baby and your pet. I remember like Elizabeth, Elizabeth Gilbert once saying like, never call your work your baby because like if, if it goes wrong, like it's too personal. So I, I remember that and I respect that. But um, I do, I do, I did feel like it was my child um, for many years, my online community. And it's kind of like home building, like homemaking, I think. Um, we're great at making homes. Like all the best interior designers I know are women. Um, most of my female friends just have an eye, you know, there is like this generalization and this is again, just a generalization, but like my female friends' apartments are like so meticulously decorated. And then, you know, like there's the guy's apartment, you know, where it's like, there's nothing on the walls. That is definitely a trope, but, um, there might be some truth to that. And so I do think of like their social media community is kind of their home and they've decorated it, you know, and they've really put all this work into it. Also just like the creative outlet, you know, a lot of influencers might be stay at home moms and have extra time on their hands, or they might have given up a career and they might seek social media in that way. Mm. I'm drinking out of my brand new 40 ounce hydro flask. It is massive and I love it and it has a dent in it already all right if you remember in history class the salon okay right the gatherings do you remember that of the 1800s so the salon according to wikipedia was the informal education for women they were not allowed to get educated so they here at the salon they were able to exchange ideas receive and give criticism read their own works and hear the works and ideas of other intellectuals many Ambitious women use the salon to pursue a form of higher education. All right, so tell me that's not social media right now. A group of people who are all interested in the same subtopic or subcategory, whether that's food, beauty, wellness, energy work, yoga, I don't freaking know, career, investing, you know, like all the different influencers that you can think of. They're kind of cre- they're kind of hosting these salons. They're exchanging their ideas, they're sharing their Um, ideas they're getting criticism maybe they're giving criticism to other ideas um they're you know maybe they're promoting their work and hearing the other ideas of other influencers and they can create their own careers out of this so like in a way social media like has been an outlet for women to um to succeed and excel you know um again like this is not necessarily bad i'm just curious as to the why women succeed in why we excel in social media why it's like just I don't know it came naturally for me and I'm, I'm assuming it comes naturally for many other women if like the stats are what they are yeah social media is the modern day salons in this female dominated industry let me know if you have any thoughts as to why women dominate the industry um you can go to my Substack and see the um this podcast as like a a post and share your thoughts and i'd love to hear from you if you are listening we do have a book club for paid subscribers and we are going to be meeting about quietly hostile on sunday july 16th via zoom at 4 p.m eastern standard time we're going to be again meeting about quietly hostile by samantha irby so you've got about a week and a half left to uh, read it and even if you've only read a little bit of it or you just want to join i would love to see you there 
My offline time dinner in Brooklyn happening on July 20th is sold out. Thank you everybody who bought a ticket. I cannot wait to see you. And that's all from me signing off. Love you lots.